listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is the Pain Pod. You want to see pain? Look at these. Welcome to the Pain Pod, the podcast for all things pain management. Hosted by the pain guy, Dr. Mark Grofoli. We'll be collaborating with numerous pain management experts, talking about substance usage disorders, the latest treatment modalities, and most important, important. focusing on the pain of our patients as leading providers of pain care. And now, here's our host, a man wanted in all 50 states, a suburban city like Mountain Man, without the beard, from the hills of West Virginia, and certified in weapons of mass destruction response, it's Dr. Mark Garofoli. All right, welcome everyone, of course, to the Pain Pod. Come one, come all to the Pain Pod. And you know where a lot of folks were going in the pain management realm recently? Yep, out to the desert, Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas, right? Why going out there, you ask? Of course, for Pain Week. I'm sure you saw that one coming, right? Uh, So Pain Week 2022. Wow, that just happened, right? (laughs) Absolutely amazing time. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting past the uh, time of everybody uh, finally putting the pants back on and getting on to society and healthcare and going to conferences. Um, that was more so happening, of course, back in 2021. But um, 2022 was hitting the ground running again with so many folks, all types of healthcare professionals getting together in the desert at Pain Week 2022 to really, you know, enjoy everyone's company, number one, enjoy a heck of a lineup of presentations. My golly, you want to talk about some quality CE? Vegas is where it's at, specifically Pain Week. Um, you know, so much so that uh, hey, this is your invite right here. It's it's happening right now. You are cordially invited to Pain Week 2023. You know, the the uh, T's are crossed and the I's are just being dotted on Pain Week 2022. But I, I I am personally inviting you to Pain Week 2023. I hope to see you there. I know I'll be there. Will you? But first, um, you know, we're just going to we got some um, interaction, some conversations here from Pain Week 2022, a little boots on the ground action. Uh, yours truly strolling around the Cosmo, the Cosmopolitan Hotel and Casino, um, the conference portion, not the casino portion, folks, but uh, strolling around the conference, just chatting it up with folks, whether it was exhibitors, fellow faculty, uh, attendees. I, I, that's one of the best parts is just talking with folks. Gosh, w- one of my talks, um, we, we, um, had a truth and lies, a buprenorphine conversation for, uh, all types of healthcare professionals and everybody else that attended pain week, 2022 it was a 50 minute presentation. And I was outside in the hallway for two and a half hours afterwards. Hey, it's good golly. Like, uh, how does that happen? It's a great explanation of exactly how it happens. That's how it happens, folks. It's all the networking. It's talking with everybody that's in attendance, uh, presenters, so on and so forth, getting that cutting edge information, different ways of thinking. uh, And and that's, you know, all in the hallways of a Vegas hotel. Go figure, right? Technically the conference center part, right? Uh, But, you know, what were some of the things that really stood out uh, as far as Pay Me 2022? I I certainly talked to a lot of people about that, recorded it here for a a Pay Me 2022 conference uh, summary episode, of course, here in the pain pod. Uh, But since I asked everybody else, you know, things that stood out to me, just uh, the vibrant atmosphere, uh, the folks at Pain Week curate an experience unlike any other conference. And those of you that know me, that's all of you. I like my conferences, right? It's just such a great atmosphere. It's one of the biggest parts about being a professional in general, okay? No matter what school of pharmacy or school of medicine or nursing or whatever that you go to, that is something that is hopefully instilled in you is you know professional involvement. Uh, but you know there were uh, numerous sessions in the general pain management realm, especially the pharmacology sense. Uh, there's like a path, if you know, a theme, a grouping of presentations all day, every day at Pain Week that are really honing in on pharmacology and hitting it home for us pharmacy professionals. 
pharmacy technicians, pharmacists, everybody alike, um, regardless of what sector or genre that we all work in, of course, because typically we overlap into things. I am so happy to report that there were hundreds of pharmacists in attendance this year. You know, one of the golden rules of doing a presentation is know your audience, right? So yours truly, I usually say, hey, like, what, what profession is everybody? Is this your first conference? Whatever. Uh, and boy, the hands were, were through the roofs, through the ceilings uh, when asking, uh, you know, how many pharmacists were in attendance. So uh, our presence is growing and growing rapidly, quite frankly. So um, how apropos for uh, the pain pod to be, uh, you know, the, the podcast covering pain week. So I hope you enjoy the conversations had throughout. Uh, I hope to see you at a pain week, you know, perhaps in, you know, in the coming year or two. Uh, but uh, there you'll be able to, uh, you know, um, more than exchange business cards, but really have the conversations with some of the, the cutting edge leading experts across the country. Yes, in pharmacy, but well beyond, of course. Uh, and getting to know uh, even, uh, you know, the interactions in the, the exhibit halls, the various receptions or uh, sessions and right outside the door of the, the sessions as well, too. Leaving with the ton of CE, of course. Um, you know, I think you get like 25, 30 hours or so, give or take, um, you know, depending on which sessions you go to, but, uh, it's really all about that, uh, networking, um, yours truly actually, I, I joined a, a new uh, organization while out there, the incredible crew, uh, within the, uh, society of pain and palliative care pharmacists, uh, the, uh, SBPCP say that one, oh, what five times just rolls right off the tongue, right? We love our alphabet soups, but uh, I encourage folks to check them out as well, too. Um, that being said, um, I'll, I'll leave it at that as far as the Pain Week 2022 experience. And quite frankly, to sum it up, I can't wait and I look forward to seeing you, Pain Pod Nation, at Pain Week 2023. All right, folks, welcome back to Pain Week 2022 again. Um, here uh, with us right now, actually, we have uh, the CEO of the U.S. Pain Foundation, uh, Nicole Hemingway. And, you know, talk about some of the larger organizations that are out there to really help us, you know, us as clinicians, but also our patients. Um, and that's, you know, when you're thinking about U.S. Pain Foundation, that's that's where that comes in, really. So um, so welcome, Nicole. How, how, how's, how's Pain Week 2022 going for you? You know, it's great. I think it's so nice for us to finally be back in person again. I know last year we were here in 2021, but there's definitely a better vibe this year. I feel that people are really engaged and are really excited to learn more about what's happening in pain care and how we can improve lives of people that are living with chronic pain. Absolutely. You know, Pain Week 2021 was, was spectacular in its own accord. It was yes. kind of like a soft open when it came to the pandemic, though, too, because it was like everybody, you know, it, it you was. had those first conversations of it was like around a campfire where, oh, OK, now we're finally together again. Most folks have had at least a little dabble into that again. So now it's like like you articulated back into the let's learn about pain. Now. So so speaking of pain, obviously yes. here on the pain pod. Um, so U.S. Pain Foundation. Tell me what you're about. Tell all of us what you're about. So we are a national nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of people that live with chronic illnesses and serious injuries that cause pain. And we do this by providing free programs and services mm -hmm. to help individuals, to help them redefine their new, redefine their lives, to help mm -hmm. them find pain care options, to help them advocate better for themselves, to provide them community support, to create awareness and education, to really empower them along their journeys so that they can be an educated and informed person living with pain and that will hopefully lead to better health outcomes for them in the end well how would i say it then thank you i mean seriously pain pod nation think about that you know as uh, clinicians as researchers as whatever we're not alone we have others out there to help our patients it, it it's it's astronomically important um I, I, you know we're all a patient sooner or later um most folks know i, I We've all been there. I know I've been there, whether it was uh, the COVID kidney stone. I'm sure everybody remembers that episode, right? Um, that was actually a pain week talk as well. Uh, but uh, until you're in the heat of it, you don't realize how much help is really needed. So uh, it's amazing what you guys are doing. Well, thank you. And I think what's so important about what you are 
are doing and what clinicians and pharmacists and providers are doing is that you are giving us options. You are teaching us, you are educating us, you're giving us tools to hopefully help us along our journeys mm-hmm. until we be- find better pain relief options. And so one of the things that we do is we provide free resources and those can be materials. So we have magazines that are focused on patient profile stories as well mm-hmm. as informative articles. We have educational booklets that talk about self-management, restorative therapy, medication, interventional procedures. We have uh, support groups. We do all different things, but we provide our materials free of charge to everyone. So awesome. even for, for patients, they can come to our site or Order whatever they want. Mm-hmm. For pharmacists, they can order it and have it in their pharmacies. For providers, they can have it in their offices. We really just want to make sure that the person living with pain knows that they're not alone, that mm-hmm. there is hope and help out there, and however we can provide assistance, we are here for that. Where do I go? Where, where do I get this stuff? Perfect. So the <laughs> best place to go is uspainfoundation.org, and you okay. can find all the programs that we offer. You can find ways to get more involved. You can join in, in our advocacy alerts, as well as order any materials that you would like. Awesome. No no worries, folks. We'll have that in the episode notes. Of course, we don't want people writing stuff down, especially if you're driving, right? Um, or whatever you're doing. Well, um, yeah, the vibe here for Pain Week 2022 is certainly electric. Um, you know, uh, pharmacists out there, all of us, um, we're packing the house. The numbers of pharmacists coming to Pain Week is astronomically growing. Um, I, I actually had two presentations earlier today where it involved uh, fire marshal codes, where they had to limit the amount of people in the room because there's so many darn pharmacists, us, yes, us peeps out there. So um, wonderful to hear of all the wonderful work that your organization, the US Pain Foundation, is doing. Um, everybody's got to navigate to that site, of course, get that information. Um, what, what's what's the last leaving thought for, for all of our listeners here for Pain Pod Nation? I think just knowing that there's a resource out there mm-hmm. for, for individuals to go to to help them along their journeys is so important. And to know that U.S. Pain Foundation that is there and we're dedicated to improving the lives of people with chronic pain. And thank you, pharmacists, for everything you do to help us along our journeys. Well, I don't want to speak for all of them, but you're welcome, I guess. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, it, we all got to we all got to keep up all of our work, of course. So, all right, folks. Well, that's that's uh, another interview here at Pain Week 2022. Much more to come, of course. All right, welcome back, Pain Pod Nation, and you know, roaming around Pain Week 2022, and I mean, like literally in the Cosmo, the Cosmopolitan, not the Las Vegas Strip itself. It gets wild out there, it gets hot out there, but even hotter, the exhibit hall and all the hallways outside of the presentations here at Pain Week 2022. So, moseying around, Pain Guy here. I've got myself uh, hanging out here now with uh, Richard Tuorto uh, from Pain Medicine News. So, welcome, welcome to the Pain Pod. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's it's uh, so. How, how's the vibe? What are, you, what are you thinking about Pain Week 2022? Uh, it's it's just great to be at a, at a conference and everyone's out and uh, everyone's excited to be here and be with colleagues and, and learning and, and just finding out what's new and what's what's available for them. Um, we've been coming to Pain Week for many many years. And mm-hmm. It's always a, a fun meeting for us. Yeah. I, I mean, in the pain sector, heck, in the world of conferences, really. Uh, you know, we, we all were saying it last year for Pain Week 2021. It was that was the year. Oh, we all put pants on again. Um, and, you know, we're still Zooming for a lot of things, but at the same time, to your point, it, it's just wonderful to be networking with everybody correct, and having, correct. You know, having resources like, quite frankly, you guys available. Uh, so so Appreciate tell that. us, tell Pain Pod Nation all about Pain Medicine News. What, what do we all need to know? Well, Pain Medicine News is uh, the most widely read pain publication in, in the United States, and uh, it's the only newspaper for the specialty, so it truly mm-hmm. is a newspaper. So we're here at Pain Week to uh, obviously exhibit um, and network, but we're here mainly to cover the news, and mm-hmm. the news for us is the clinical news, mm-hmm. the poster presentation. So that abstract, uh, that research that's presented in abstract form maybe a year from now, maybe a year and a half from now, It'll be in a peer-reviewed journal mm-hmm. with all the 30 pages of study methodology. Of course. Um, that so, someone may or may never even hear of that journal or find it, but it's indexed and it's in PubMed, but so mm-hmm. it's there in the Ethernet somewhere, right? <laughs> but um, if, if it's interesting enough, our editors will cover it and we'll report it in a 700-word summary. What does the average clinician need to know about the next patient walking in the door? relative to this study. Um, just give it a real world mm-hmm. feel. Get a quote from the researcher, maybe get a quote from someone that's not involved in the research to get mm-hmm. an outside perspective. And then the, the uh, clinicians and the physicians can learn about it in two months 
instead yep. of a year and a half yep. from now. So that's that's kind of you know that, that's kind of where we come from. Well, you know I'm a fan because you guys hunted me down last year and actually uh, spotlighted my research <laughs> poster uh, from great. our team uh, at the WVU Health Sciences Center covering over-the-counter pain medicine knowledge, uh, just the knowledge base on society mm -hmm. really, let alone healthcare professionals. But Wow, we've got a lot of work to do to, to educate the world, of course. But I, I just love hearing what you were saying of taking, you know, a, a very long process and saying people can benefit from this information. Let's get it out there. Get it out now. Continue the manuscript process, correct, but correct. get the information out correct. there to yeah, help so people. What, what our, our publication is not meant, meant to be a replacement for the peer-reviewed journal right. process, right? It's just a, what do we need to know? Quick hitting, yep. you know, if if. If the reader wants to take a deeper dive and find out more about the study, it's fully sourced and everything, they, they, and they can go find it yeah, there. Yeah. But we're, we're the quick read. Yeah. Some people call it the throwaway, and sometimes <laughs> they say, hey, I'll read your throwaway, and they say, sorry, I don't mean to offend you. I say, it's not offensive. Right. You read every single page <laughs> before you throw it away or put it in the recycling bin, whatever it is. It might be in the bathroom, it might be in your office. But, There's but, enough offensive but reading, things in the world. Uh, throwing you, a, a newspaper out is not one yeah, of them. Yeah, right, but you read, you read every page because you know the next one's coming right behind it. Yep, yep. Um, so, uh, yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, any um, any uh, efforts or any resources you'd want to share with uh, PainPod Nation? Just, you know, beyond obviously Pain Medicine News, the newspaper, but uh, any website efforts, anything like that? For sure, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, for us, everything is housed through our portal, painmedicinenews.com. It's okay. simple. Uh, all the content from the printed issues are there, but we also have quite a bit of content that never makes it into print. Obviously, multimedia can't make it into print, right. such as a podcast or, yeah. or, or a video. So that's all on our website as well. Mm -hmm. But the website is free. You do have to register. But every, mm -hmm. all the content's there free, and you have access to all the news. We have e-newsletters that come out four times a week. Nothing cumbersome. Mm -hmm. Two or three bold black headlines. You're either interested, you click yep. and read it, or you delete it because the next one's coming in a yep. few days. On the go, so, on the fly, knowledge that you need. So, so. paymedicinenews.com. That's awesome. Keep it and, we'll, and of course, we'll include that in our, our episode description, the show notes for everybody to click. It's a little bit easier than memorizing. So, <laughs> all right. Well, you. uh, you're very welcome, and thank you very much, Richard. Keep up the great work with Pain Medicine News, and keep on enjoying Pain Week 2022. Alrighty, welcome Pain Pod Nation. We are, of course, here at Pain Week 2022. And uh, Pain Guy here has been rolling around the exhibit hall and really all the hallways, of course, just chatting it up with everybody. So uh, here right now, though, I've got uh, Barbie Engel with us. She is from iPain, or the International Pain Foundation. Um, so, so tell me about yourself, Barbie. Oh my goodness, that's a big question. <laughs> I am an author. I've published nine books on chronic pain. Uh, nine? Nine, from children's books to adult relationship books and everything in between of navigating the health system when you live with pain. I'm a pain patient myself for over 20 years and live with multiple chronic pain conditions. Mm -hmm. And I am also the president of International Pain Foundation. Awesome. That, that's a that's a pretty good story there. Yeah. So yeah, long, um, well, it depends on where people are from, but typically a long flight home from Pain Week, so maybe I'll have to download or find some of those books. Yes. <laughs> but um, so so, how has your experience been at Pain Week 2022? What's what's standing out for you? What how fun has it been? <laughs> pain, well, Pain Week's always fun. I've been coming to Pain Week since 2011, I believe, nice. 2010 or 2011. So this is my 12th year yeah. coming to Pain Week. So I've seen it go up and down and and missed it for a year during COVID. But Oh, we um, all did. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad it's coming back. And it was, I was here last year for uh -huh. the, the big you know, mm -hmm. week back, but this year it's uh, even more fun. Mm -hmm. We have it's been more laid back and relaxed. Like every year, it's been really like go 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 on mm -hmm. the CMEs and getting the education and what's new coming down the pipeline. Uh, and of course, you have all that here this year. But the pressure of mm -hmm. learning it, it just is a better atmosphere this year with uh, with the learning aspects. Everybody, or at least most, have kind of learned how to chill. Yes, <laughs> and still well, learn. Still I learn. think I think <laughs> because of COVID, we all yeah. took a whole new life perspective yeah. and brought it into coming into pain week and what we're doing the, here. Those stopping moments, I, I mean, gosh, we're in a desert, so maybe it's not 50,000 <laughs> feet above the trees, but uh, it's certainly hot enough out there. Pain week yes. 2022, I think the high was 114, but it's a dry heat, right, folks? It wah, is. Wah. <laughs> well, I'm from Arizona, so... You're accustomed to this, I am Sorry. accustomed to this, yeah. The 105 is my favorite temperature, so people hmm. think that's kind of 
out there. Knock but... about 40 off of that and you're yeah. in my ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> I love heat. I, I'm sitting here now with a jacket on. People look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I need a parka. No, I have so... <laughs> to do that in the hotels and conferences too. Right, so. right. So, so tell me about um, eye pain. Uh, what, so, what do people need to know? International Pain Foundation has been around since 2006. We do mm -hmm. education, awareness, social events, and access to care for the whole chronic pain community. So not just patients, but their families, caregivers, medical professionals, industry leaders. Mm -hmm. And uh, we come together, we do mentoring, we work on legislation, we mm -hmm. do uh, our International Pain Summit every year. We say the Eye Pain Summit for mm -hmm. short. And um, Tell me more about that. You've sure. got my interest. So. Yeah, well, we have <laughs> presenters from mm -hmm. all over the world it, it lasts anywhere from one day to three days okay. and this year's one day um, some years it's three depending mm -hmm. on what's coming down the pipeline and what what's happening um, and we uh, it's provided free for patients and caregivers to attend mm -hmm. and uh, and then medical professionals pay because they get CMEs so <laughs> for attending so hey, you know all the boards they they require it so exactly yeah <laughs> exactly so uh, and and we kind of with the International Pain Summit, bring everybody to the same table. So patients, caregivers, providers, we're all talking about strategies and ways to better the chronic pain mm -hmm. community, get access to individualized care, which is really super important. Mm -hmm. And, um, and try to keep things from going like, oh, everybody should have this medication or that. No, everybody mm -hmm. should be treated as an individual. Yep. And how do we make that happen? So having everybody at the same table has been really helpful with that. Wonderful. We're human. We're all different. We that's are. Just how and that's it is. At, so it, it's at Pain Week and, and other similar conferences, that that's more of like a professional level yeah. and all about CMEs, whereas the International Pain Summit is actually everybody at the table and, and we kind of take a totally different approach to what's going on, although we do offer classes with CMEs. Mm -hmm. I'm picturing Thanksgiving dinner, basically. Yes, absolutely. You, know, you, you got folks Abs traveling from all around. Yep. You, you, you got a lot going we on, We have right? people coming <laughs> from all over the world, so you hear about awesome. you know what's happening in Australia and UK mm -hmm. and Ireland. and, and Lots of learning opportunities. Yes. They take the best practices, basically. So. Exactly. And it sounds like pretty good networking, too. So. Very good networking, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, well, I'm sure you've been networking galore here at Pain Week with, with lots of folks uh, coming by. Uh, you know, the, the eye pain table. Yep. Um, any, uh, what kind of resources are you sharing with folks and what would you like to share with uh, our pain pod nation folks? Well, th this week we are sharing our partnership with Salon Paws. So we have mm -hmm. Salon Paws products that we're giving away. And if people want to go to our website, you can get free Salon Paws. Okay. Uh, you always have to pay for shipping and handling if you order mm -hmm. it directly through our website. But it's uh, basically free product that, that we're sending out. Um, and then we also have the eye pain living magazine. We have a print and digital version. And here we have our print versions that we're giving away free to introduce people. I to stole one yesterday. Very good, very good. I'm glad you did. And then we also have some literature about our programs that we offer and um, our website uh, postcard that talks about... Oh, what's about. the website? Where, where, where oh, are we yes. going? Oh, yes. The website is internationalpain.org. Okay. All spelled out, International Pain. And... Um, on the website, you'll see tips, tricks, resources. If you're trying to find a provider for mm -hmm. your particular condition or whatever you need help with, mm -hmm. we have an app on there that um, helps you get the provider that you need in your area or if you're willing to travel to, to get a, a different doctor that offers something that mm -hmm. the ones near you don't. You can find that information on there. That could and really help people. It, it helps a access. lot of people. Just today, I got a, I, got, I took a, a phone call from a patient mm -hmm. during lunch <laughs> and, and uh, helped her get on that resource awesome. and, and use it's that. Eye pain app? We do have an eye pain app okay. as well. If you go to Apple or Android mm -hmm. uh, markets, you can type in international pain or I, letter I, not mm -hmm. the physical I, <laughs> uh, eye pain. And uh, we should come up, our app should come up, and that's a free app as well. Yeah, I was presuming you did a little bit more than ocular pain, but, you know. <laughs> yes, by far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, it, it's uh, seriously been a pleasure, of course. Um, I think everybody will be reaching out to these resources you provided, and I, I hope that pain continues for all of us just wonderfully for the rest of the week here. So, Absolutely. So thank Can you I say one more much. thing? Absolutely. So you're a rock star, health star, and you should have people giving you five-star reviews online. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's really important that you go down, give a five-star review, and 
can let us know what you loved about this episode and listen to other episodes and get a lot of great information because you're doing great work yourself in the pain community. So thank you for all you do, pain guy. You're very welcome. Thank you. And boy, we all have homework now. I, I, uh, yes. I need to do a little bit of learning about this too. So stars. All right. Five stars, folks. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Barbie. And um, back to Pain Week 22 for the rest of us. All right, Pain Pod Nation, we are back with another wonderful conversation here. Uh, we've got uh, Dr. A.J. Gupta. Now, who's Dr. A.J. Gupta, you ask? Well, he is actually uh, here at Pain Week 2022, obviously, having a darn good time. We were just chit-chatting on the side. And, you know, like pretty much everybody that comes to Vegas for Pain Week, you're here to have a good time, and you, by golly, you might even learn 7,000 things, but, you know, that comes with the trade. Uh, so, um, Welcome. What, what, how, is, how is Pain Week going for you so far? No, I'm uh, very excited. Uh, this is my first time here. It's been going great. Uh, the, the, the lectures so far have been awesome. I've learned a lot. And uh, I work in a pain clinic, uh, so we uh, have learned a lot how to run something which is safe, ethical, and uh, effective pain management for patients. And it's a great update. I strongly recommend everybody to come to uh, Pain Week. Uh, this is my first time. I've been thinking for the last few years, uh, but uh, things didn't work out, but this is my first time. I'm really excited. Welcome aboard. It, yeah. It's, um, hey, you, you know yours truly is always here, so, uh, but I always think back to even my first Pain Week time and just walking through and was like, this, this is something else. It's a curated experience, just just to, as you articulated, it, it's wonderful. So we actually started chatting earlier. It was actually uh, it was after one of my sessions that I presented. Uh, we were going over DEA red flags, and and we had a you know a quick chit chat afterwards with the usual you know everybody gets in line and we kind of uh, you know have that little more one on one after all the sessions, which is wonderful at Pain Week, like many conferences too. Um, so I really appreciated that after the you know the talk of the DEA red flags. And then, you know, we meet up in the in the exhibit hall, and lo and behold, so get this. So, you know, everybody knows, all right, pain guys from West Virginia, the proverbial sensationalized ground zero of the opioid crisis, based on statistics, one side. Uh, but, you know, our, our national drug czar, Raul Gupta, uh, came from West Virginia, obviously. And, and you know, what, a, what an amazing uh, gentleman, of course. And you've actually got ties to him. I mean, it's not like, you know, you hung out every day, but that came up earlier. Tell, tell us all about that. <laughs> so Rahul Gupta and me, oh, we were in the same residency program in St. Joseph Hospital in Chicago, uh, now part of Northwestern. And he was in internal medicine. I was doing transitional medicine for one year. So he was my one year senior there. Awesome. I got a chance to meet him. You know, I, we all know we're, we're all connected by, you know, people say five people in healthcare, it's probably three and in pharmacy, it's one or two. Uh, but it, it's just amazing all the connections that make the world go round. Uh, now you talked about, you know, the, the great sessions that we've all been going through, um, whether presenting or, or sitting in the audience, either way, we do it all. Um, what, what were some of the, what resonated with you, maybe one or two things, uh, you know, even today, what resonated with you that you're taking home, that you're going to hit the pavement with your patient care on Monday? What, what would you want to share with our pain pod nation? You know, I would, uh, one of the lectures, your lecture, uh, Mark, uh, by the, the red flags for the DA, that was awesome. Thank you, thank you. And uh, you really taught us uh, common sense, uh, safe and effective pain management and what to do and what not to do. Okay, That is uh, what a lot of practitioners somehow after working for even so many years don't get it. What you shared in your slides were awesome. So those will be definitely followed very closely, your advice. Okay, The other thing I learned a lot about uh, uh, you know, some of the safer chronic uh, pain medications like, uh, you know, um, Extensa mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the buprenorphine long-acting uh, mm -hmm. buckle patch. So those two will be definitely put into practice. And uh, also about, uh, you know, um, uh, pelvic pain. Uh -huh. And uh, those is something uh, which we haven't learned much right. before. But uh, this is something we can all uh, take into uh, uh, and inculcate in our practice. You are not alone. It, it's there's a lot of uh, pain week attendees over the last couple of years that have said, you know, there's these different frontiers within pain management, you know, a subgenre, if you will, um, that that we all need to dive more into because there's no expert of everything, um, you know, 
across the board. Uh, I also got to just extract one thing you just said there earlier. You mentioned something about how I talk common sense. So, you know, paying guys, mom and dad, listen to the, these episodes too. And I just want my parents to know that I taught people common sense. Because, uh, you know, that's, a, that's in a jovial way, of course, folks. Uh, but at the same point, it, it, you know, some of the essence of patient's care really does come down to some of the basics and just making sure to do it all the time. I, we always say it doesn't, nobody cares what you know to a point until they know how much you care. And that can't be instilled in anybody. So I'm really happy to hear that these sessions here at Pain Week are, are just resonating across the board with you and, and with everyone, of course. So, so thank you very much for chatting. Thank you so much, Mark, oh, for your love. And Pain Pod Nation, we'll be back with many more interviews, of course. Pain Pod Nation. This this is this is one of my favorite ones actually because uh, we've we've got the core. We've got uh, some of the team here from Pain Week. Uh, if we're going to do a podcast episode on Pain Week 2022 or any year, quite frankly, we want to have those that are uh, at the helm, those that are uh, in charge of these things, uh, those that make it happen. Quite frankly. Uh, so, in my humble opinion, which I rarely share, uh, Pain Week is obviously the pain management conference in our country. Probably, arguably, the entire globe, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, so I have uh, with us here, uh, we have uh, Sabrit Dillon and Deborah Weiner. And uh, what I'd ask for, from, from you, Deborah, what, how did it all begin? How did Pain Week begin? Pain Week was launched in 2007 at the Red Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. Um, that grew out of um, our increasing awareness that there was a donut hole in the world of pain management and, and it's educating uh, practitioners. Um, there were a lot of different conferences for specialists, but there really weren't any that we felt were developed for what we term frontline practitioners. And that includes uh, physicians, health system pharmacists, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, psych pain psychologists. Um, we conceptualize pain week to be very inclusive and in fact in the first year we invited several pain organizations um, to be a part of this marquee um, and we provided complimentary exhibit booths for them and because that's we, we wanted to make this statement up front um, that we saw this as an expansive multidisciplinary enterprise so Pain Week was launched in 2007. Uh, we were very fortunate um, to have had a lot of grant support. And um, I think we had over 700 attendees, which is kind of phenomenal for your first time out. Absolutely. <laughs> and we were there for, I think we were at the Red Rock for four years. And then we outgrew it. And we moved over to the Cosmopolitan in 2011. And that's been our conference home since 2011. Um, this year, I believe we had over 1,500 attendees. So um, it has been growing. Um, we were very fortunate in 2020, like many other national conferences, we had to pivot and do a virtual live conference, which went very well as well. Um, but we were very happy that we could return to the live in-person stage. And uh, this year proved to be, I think, just as invigorating as every other year. Absolutely. It, it's, um, there's an energy. I mean, it is Las Vegas, don't get me wrong, but there's an energy in the Cosmo when Pain Week is there as well, too. So um, great to hear some of the the origins there. So, I, you know, um, you know, Deborah, especially at the, at the helm, at the lead here, um, your, your team in its entirety curates a professional conference like no other. Um, so who, one of the things I saw, and, and it, it was very nice, uh, strolling through the hallways of Pain Week this year were the, the poster cubes that actually highlighted all the, the quote-unquote players uh, within Pain Week, uh, those putting the sweat and tears in to make it happen. Uh, so, so who's all the players? Who's, who's, uh, who should we know about? Uh, let's, let me go in order. Jeffrey Tarnoff, who is, uh, you know, Jeffrey and I created um, a company called Aventine. And Aventine is the one, is the mothership that gave birth to Pain Week. Um, so Jeffrey is my, I call Jeffrey my other, other half. Um, <laughs> he is the fixer. Um, Daryl and I are the producers. Patrick is the rock star. Charlie is the wolf. 
Sabrit is the analyst. Thinker. The, the thinker or the analyst, I think. I think we have Holly, the editrix. Uh, Kat, the shark. She's a salesperson. Monique, the closer, another salesperson. Um, who am I missing? Oh, Adam. No, Adam is is the analyst. You're the thinker. Yeah. yeah this is kind of like the enneagram. Um, <laughs> um, Adam. Adam. Adam is the analyst. Did I leave anybody out? I don't think I have. Dar uh, well, Daryl, I said it was one of the producers. Yep. Uh, I think I've named I, I've named everybody. Yeah, and, and if I left anybody you, out. You mentioned Daryl, of course, the artist behind yeah, all Darryl, these illustrious posters. Well, Daryl and I were very, very closely together. Um, and a lot of people ask us about, you know, how these posters and course titles come about. I mean, Daryl and I are very big film and literature and art buffs. And so we get a lot of ideas throughout the year. Um, for instance, we were watching a French New Wave uh, film directed by the late Jean-Luc Godard called Alphaville um, that was uh, produced in the 60s, but was very futuristic. And Daryl, you know, had a lot of ideas. He was taking photos, actually, um, on our large screen, from our large screen TV as we were watching it because it gave him a lot of design ideas and how to articulate different course titles. So oftentimes, you know, and this is not meant as a criticism, I mean, you know, when we do our call for presentations, um, potential uh, presenters will send in a course proposal. And it could be, um, you know, pain and personality disorders. Well, I look at that and I say, well, that's kind of boring. Why don't we call <laughs> it the mad woman in the attic, colon, pain and personality disorders? Because the mad woman in the attic for Daryl is very, very visual. Mm -hmm. That can be articulate, you know, articulated in a way that just pain and personality disorder. It, it, pain and personality disorders does not evoke anything. It, it doesn't evoke your your curiosity in any way. It doesn't turn heads. <laughs> um, and so the whole idea was is to come up with creative course titles, like many of like yours are, that have produced <laughs> very interesting posters. Um, that we wanted to make it actually the environment seem more like the Sundance Film Festival. You know, mm -hmm. that you're coming to a film festival and you're seeing all this these this onslaught of visuals to really pique your curiosity and to enhance the pulse of the on-site experience. But the genesis of that is this going, he and I, over several glasses of wine, talking <laughs> about, you know, a movie or a book or this or that or something from an old TV show like The Avengers. And I don't mean the Avengers that your kid watches now, but the <laughs> Avengers from the early 1960s. Hey, I watch them too. Well, you, well, a lot of people haven't. I'm just saying that there's a new there's a new era of the Avengers that a lot right. of folks won't, really won't be familiar with the former one. So, so that's really how um, that that gets created, and it's been, you know, well received. And I think yeah. it's it just makes it more interesting. And I don't think that, you know, look a lot of the courses that we present certainly can be found at other conferences. It's not unique to pain week, but I, I like to describe it as well. You can serve a scone and tea. You can serve the, the tea and styrofoam and the scone on a paper plate, or you can use fine China for both. And the fine China, I think just augments the experience, right? Yeah. It's more so stars. That's that's really five stars. Yeah. It, it is quite the curated overall experience. It comes to the to everything in its totality for the conference. Just the the posters themselves are such an integral part, that, as you articulated. The you know even um, you know as presenters, I mean, there's not many times, if any, uh, where those of us that do presentations across the country, those across the globe, whatever, where you actually have an artist depict what you're talking about. It, it is it is unlike anywhere else. <laughs> Like uh, and then colleagues see it and are asking questions and people start talking about it even more, uh, and and it just it transcends into a much bigger experience. So, all right, well I'm, I'm going to pivot here because uh, I I could talk about Daryl's posters forever, quite frankly, and you you both know that. But um, so one of the things I always ask folks on on the on the pain pod, and I didn't do this much when it was boots on the streets there um, during you know on the conference floor or whatever, but. Uh, for either or both of you, uh, Deborah and Sabrit, uh, how would you define pain? Something we ask all of our pain podcasts. How would you define pain? Um, I would probably define pain in a little bit of a scientific way where it um, 
is something that is either sensory or emotional that can or cannot be associated with something that's actually manifesting. But I do think that it's really important to understand pain in a more um, all-encompassing sense where you look at things like the social aspect or the even, you know, the political aspect of pain and really try to understand patients' perspectives from those different areas or scopes. Well said. It's it's more than a paper cut and well beyond a broken leg even. It's it's got a lot going on. That that uh you know one of the the perennial phenomenal pain week presenters, um, Dr. Zakharov. When 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 Kevin and I get chatting, oh goodness, we've had chats even when there was pain week premiere, you know, when things went virtual during the, the COVID pandemic early times. Um lots of chats, biopsychosocial model of pain, just the totality of realizing that it's more than what our body has going on unless you're including what our mind has going on too so well said so here um here here's the more of a little elevator one i guess so um what's it, uh, cdc fda dea or even our federal drugs are you know the guy um, if you had two minutes with any of them uh, take your choice um what would you tell or even ask them about the need for pain management education uh, for us healthcare professionals, and quite frankly, for society in general. I think, um, actually, so just going back to what I was saying previously, I think that it's really important for all specialists and, you know, providers to be advocating for a more creative approach to pain management. And I think this because um, we've seen so many times before where you'll hear stories or you'll read about actual patient cases where people will say their body parts are not even attached to them, but they still feel that pain, right? So maybe we should be considering the mind-body connection and maybe there should be a bigger focus on alternative medicine or different things that go beyond just what is FDA approved or really understanding and delving into the mind of patients when they are struggling with this and how much it really affects their day-to-day -day lives and how impactful finding solutions could be that go beyond just like prescribing medication. Yeah, the... um. You know, even, uh, gosh, around the times when when pain week started, you know, so we'll say turn of the century-ish, um, there was a lot of hubbub out there that schools of medicine, and for whatever reason, schools of pharmacy, nursing, and everybody else weren't included, but schools of medicine were taking some heat for not having too many hours of education on pain management. Um, so, how apropos that, you know, pain week comes along to provide some extra, but that's, of course, beyond the classroom, but I think what you're saying there, Sabrina, is that, you know, the idea that it, it's almost like it's impossible to cover the totality in in any curriculum, in any school of whatever healthcare profession. It really is on us healthcare professionals to, to seek out, especially as frontline practitioners, to seek out that extra education, dive deeper, get uncomfortable, quite frankly. Um, one of the beauties of pain week is the interprofessional part. And it's, I can't tell you how many times I've attended sessions that have nothing to do with my profession other than the casual relationship, of course. And I just sit there and learn like no other. It's the pharmacy nerd in me, but we all have a touch. Um, and that's really important along the way. I think one thing I'd like to add is I think as a, um, a healthcare professional, one of the most important things is participating in destigmatizing pain because pain is handled differently across different cultures. And this is a country of so many different cultures. And so if we've done anything, I hope that, you know, through the last 16 years of, of educating you and your peers, that it's helped patients um, in, in their own personal, emotional, physical struggle um, to be more upfront about it, not to feel embarrassed or, you know, ashamed of seeking, of seeking help. Um, obviously the opioid crisis produced many crises um, that we're aware of. Um, and I, and I think that I hope that one of the better things that have, has emerged from that is just the recognition and acceptance that the chronic pain is a public health issue and it needs to be treated as such. Yep. It's medical conditions that need, need care. And, you know, it's, uh, norm, no more profound than when it happens to oneself and, you know, when you be, even as a healthcare professional, when you become the patient, it, it's sooner or later we are, if we're not, if we're not already. So 
Well, it's I think important. what Sabrit said about being more creative is very important because I think healthcare in general is probably one of the largest areas that are ripe for disruption. Mm -hmm. And probably within that, pain management may be the ripest. And so hopefully, you know, we're moving forward. I mean, obviously, with the development of apps, um, that's encouraging people to be more proactive in their own care and initiating conversations with their healthcare provider, um, not waiting for them to ask you questions. Um, so I, I think that things are moving in the right direction and hopefully, you know, it, the pace will accelerate as we go forward. Absolutely. And amen to a lot of that, right? So, so we've been talking a lot about, you know, the totality of pain management, you know, well beyond um, medications even and, and medicine itself, but I, I'm gonna pivot back. Um, Whoever wants to answer, what, what's your? It's something we ask all of our pain podcasts, of course. What's your favorite pain medication, and why? Pasta. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it as an answer, and obviously love it. <laughs> Did I mention the Italian Sorry. factor? Uh, Sabri, <laughs> do you agree uh, or disagree? And uh, do we have anything different? I don't know. I mean, you say um, clams. You guys clearly work together, but. Uh, I think pasta is a great choice. Wine is also a great choice. No. Um, but <laughs> if I had to pick something, maybe ibuprofen 200 milligrams. Okay. Um, enteric coated because it tastes good. Um, so it's not that bad to follow. Are you but... calling me out because I didn't mention that you're a pharmacist? I mean. <laughs> That's important to know. Sabrina. Obviously, after that answer, right? Enteric coated okay. ibuprofen 200 milligrams. What count bottle? Um... <laughs> maybe the rapid acting one is a little bit better though because you can like take it with coffee and it'll like, you know, a lot of people don't know you take ibuprofen mm -hmm. with caffeine and you can have a really fast acting result. Yeah. Formulations and matter. That that was actually one of the talks. Uh, it was this year again. Now, Laura did um, uh, the OTCs and, and really exemplified the idea of, you know, if the formulation, the pill has liquid in it already, it's going to go over a little quicker in your body and how fundamental good golly. Uh, so, well, th thank you both for that. So um, here, uh, kicking back to Pain Week in general, uh, what what is your favorite Pain Week moment? And I'll say why. <laughs> um, for me personally, it's when the posters go up and the keynote. And this year, mm -hmm. the keynote was very special because we wanted to celebrate the life and legacy of Jeffrey Feuden, who was a pharmacist and an mm -hmm. educator a father, uh, a colleague, a mentor, a great humanitarian. Um, we love Jeff very much and we were very, we're very grateful um, to have had him in our lives for over a decade. So this year um, we put together a special video um, honoring Jeff and it was a very moving, emotional evening, I think, for, for many Absolutely. people. And uh, I know, I, and I, I thank you for, for doing all that, number one, but also for sharing it online. Um, I know, uh, you know, those of us that are connected on LinkedIn, a, a bunch of us already tried to share that far and wide. So everybody definitely check out that video. Um, I'll put stuff in the show notes if we, if we need to, but eh, you can even check it out on social media uh, for everybody listening. So yeah, that, that's some big moments there. The, the posters, they do provoke a, a moment. I know when I first arrive each year at Pain Week, it's time to hunt down. All right, where's my posters? And then where's some colleagues' posters? Where's some friends? What's everybody else got? It's, a, it's an event. So, <laughs> so Brie, what was your favorite moment if you had one? Um, well, my moments so far have mostly been in the green room with faculty. And I actually do really enjoy that because I think that we come up with a list of faculty and really hand select people that are really big leaders in the field and often have incredible ideas and end up teaching me a lot, even in our discussions. For example, I learned this year that seven out of 10 people who go to their frontline provider go for pain. And that was something that I wasn't aware of before, even though I work at pain me care. And yeah. So I think my the moments that I enjoy the most are just being involved in that personal discourse and conducting those interviews with faculty. Yeah, our uh, our healthcare system is very dynamic, and I'm sure we could all come up with other words too. But to provoke somebody to jump into it, it takes a lot. And pain is one of those things that actually says, "All right, uh, uh, time to tango. I'll 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 go see whoever." 
Um, you spoke, uh, Spree, you mentioned the green room. So just for everybody listening, the green room is very literal. It is the green background. If you're thinking about making movies and whatnot, uh, they take the amazing pictures, things end up on, um, the posters in a way, and then various other things throughout pain week, even online. It's a pretty amazing experience. They come up with some amazing, uh, conversations, questions, and pictures. Oh my goodness. And quite frankly, as, uh, I, many faculty have said, you end up feeling like a rock star, like it's Hollywood, which is not that far away from Vegas, but still, uh, so well, those, the interviews that Sabrit and Holly and, uh, Unmold conduct, conducted this year, as with every year, become our expert opinion, uh, videos that are on the website. So. Lots of stuff actually on the website too. So certainly yeah, encourage everybody to check that an, out. It's an enriching experience. Yeah. For and, those and, of you um, that are curious, um, if you go to our website, paymeek.org, look for expert opinion and uh, that's where you'll find all the videos. Absolutely. There's a, and you know, on that website, just like in, in general for Pain Week, there's a, there's a lot going on there. There's um, you know, there's the advanced education certificates. There's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the more Pain Week, the better, but what anything you guys got turning in the pot baking in the oven what's on the horizon uh possible you know there's the advanced education certificates out there readily available uh any possible return of any regional pain weekends you got brain week i know on the eminent horizon it's um, to infinity and beyond but what what's cooking i think we're in preliminary discussions um you know pain weekends are as you can imagine they're expensive to produce and you can't produce any conference quite honestly without industry support. So um, as I said, we're having conversations um, with various parties that are supporters of pain management education. And if it comes together, then there will be more pain weekend regional conferences. Um, if not, we'll hopefully have support for um, the pain week premier webinars, which were very well received. And you were a very large part of that. So um, time. I, th I think right now um, our brains are in need of some rehydration after planning <laughs> national events. So um, rather than giving you a glib answer, I will say there's always something um, on the stove bubbling away, um, but it just hasn't, it's not in a place where we can fully articulate it at the moment, but we, we certainly will when we have rehydrated. Well, <laughs> definitely recovered. hydrate up with some appropriate beverages, of course, or IVs or whatever. And uh, hey, surprises are kind of nice too. So uh, I think the world, or at least frontline healthcare professionals know that whatever the heck you come up with is going to be good. And we're all going to be interested. So well, actually, um, I, for one, no matter what. Uh, but you just, made, you, just, you just made me think of something, um, which, which we can discuss offline as well. But one of the things I've always wanted to do is to pair someone like yourself, someone who is... I don't want to say um, a senior faculty member, but somebody that isn't just that right out of school that, that's mm -hmm. you know, considered to be um, an opinion leader and an educator is having someone like yourself identify the next the next Mark Raffoli, right, or the mm -hmm. next uh, Laura Junko Meyer, or you know the next Courtney Kamenik. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I that's something that I think Sabrit and I would be interested in doing more of you know, we're doing it, period. Um, Sabrit's had some very good ideas about um, creating a fellowship for um, new pharmacy grads within Pain Week. Um, mm -hmm. So I think those are two areas that um, I'd certainly like to spend more time discussing with Sabrit and hopefully manifest in 2023. Well, folks, everybody listening, you you, you heard it from the top. Uh, if you're interested, the uh, we're not creating mini-me's here, but um, <laughs> the collaboration goes a long way and, and we certainly need future generations for decades from now to continue things. So reach out, um, whether it's, you know, with Pain Week folks or even uh, yours truly, usually say LinkedIn's the place to go for connecting, messaging, all that. Uh, but sounds great. Um, I, I really want to thank you both, for, uh, not only for your time, but for all the knowledge as well, too. We got some of the background. We got, you know, futuristic uh, points of view as well. I, for one, and automatically anxiously awaiting pain week 2023 amongst many other blessings in life as well too so thank you both very much and uh you know just thanks for making a great experience overall you're in and you're out when it comes to pain week thank you thank you very much if you'd like to join mark on the pain pod send us an email to publisher at pharmacypodcast.com 
And make sure to share the show and subscribe on your favorite podcast directory. Thanks for listening.